I used to sit in the preschool in tears. All the man really has to do on the day of birth is find a good parking spot. <laughs> dad, Dad, catch this. Boom, I've done a poo. Stop stabbing your sister. From the news desk to the nursery. Mum! This is the Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. I shouldn't laugh, but that I wasn't expecting that. What that amazing song, uh, because this is the parent panel, and uh, we were just listening to a grab of an amazing song. Our guests today are Shezzy Denya, founder of Mummy Time and Mum of Two. Hello, Shezzy. Hello. And TV presenter Matt Baisley, father of 2.5 children or 2.75 children, depending on where your wife's at. About 2.75. Let's yeah. say 2.75. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shezzy, that song that we just yep. blasted on the radio. Yeah, I love it. What is going on there? What's the term an earworm? Is that where yes, the song gets <laughs> stuck in your ear? Because I, I've been singing that song now for a long time. Yeah. And what's the story behind the song? Because that um, is your hubby singing. Yeah, right? so, so Grant and I are both ambassadors for Rural Aid and he he was approached by a, a record company and they said, how would you like to record a Christmas song mm-hmm. with all proceeds going to help you know the farmers this Christmas? Has he ever sung before? No. <laughs> no. And he's quite humble. So he said, no, I'm not, I can't do it. I can't do it. Did he? Yeah. But I felt he was quite musical. Yep. So I sort of, you know, pushed him along and encouraged it and, um, was he terrified? Because I think that's one of those Absolutely things. If you, yeah, yep. if you don't feel like you can sing, obviously you can. Like we just heard that. I know, right? Yeah. So but they it's gave him a couple scary. of lessons, you know, before they threw him into the studio. And yeah, oh, I wow. think he's. I think he sounded great. That's he, great. I was going to do a song, uh, which uncle is going to try and kiss my wife on the lips this Christmas, but Grant beat me to it. <laughs> A little bit wordy, the yeah. title too, I think. But, we uh, can workshop yeah, that. Okay, great, right, right. Yeah, okay, great, great. Don't you love musicals anyway? I do. I, I watched, uh, I think it was on the Channel 10 Facebook, there was like a sizzle reel last night that they dropped oh, yeah. Grant doing uh, in the recording studio. I wasn't allowed in for that. I had to step out because he was too embarrassed. But yeah, he was too embarrassed to do the singing. Yeah. So good. He was embarrassed to sing in front of you. Well, embarrassed to do the movement, like to do the, uh, you know, the action, like you know, singing and... Yeah, it's pretty suave. I've got to say, I thought pretty suave. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he can't, he can't watch it. He's a bit embarrassed. Oh no! So yeah. this isn't going to be another side. Hustle I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Well, we're trying to get to number one today, so I think we're currently sitting at um, on the iTunes list. I think we're in the top twenty. On and the point 14. of Good this work. is to raise money, absolutely, for rural aid. So, so all proceeds go to the farmers. Okay, let's have another listen. Okay, so everybody um, go to iTunes. Yes, thank you. Search for Driving Home from Chris, for Christmas, yes. Grant Denya. Yep. All proceeds go to, to Rural, Rural Aid. Aid, which obviously we have spoken about this on the show before. Yes. Still need funds, still Absolutely. need support. Absolutely. A lot of places still have had no rain. Yes. And we're heading into a really, really, really hot period now. So it's going to be a lot of people in strife. So mm. the drought is not over. And if you can leave comments, leave a comment telling Grant how great he is so that he, <laughs> so that he doesn't feel embarrassed because obviously he's done such a great job there. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, and look, it is the end of the year. Matt, how are your children coping with this period? They're doing well. They're, doing, they're excited. They're excited. There's a little countdown that's happening on ABC Kids every day that's uh, 19 or 18 days to go, I think it is today. And then, uh, no, they're, I they're, know. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, my gosh. I still haven't done anything, um, but uh, thank Santa. you for that reminder. Um, but, yeah, no, they're, they're hanging in there. They're really excited. We've been yes. making gingerbread, making shortbread. So oh, my it's, gosh. Uh, yeah, You're like it's a lot dad of, of the year. I know, right? Okay, shush, shush, Matt. Oh, sorry. Let's yeah, move on yeah. to Shezzy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this will make you feel better about yourself. <laughs> no, but what haven't you been uh, doing? Scouts at school, right? You're scouts uh, at school? Sa- sailors at school. Sailors at school. So she finished yesterday. And, oh, great. Yeah, oh, so she finished. Because yeah. we've still got two weeks left. Yes. So we're foot dragging everywhere we go yeah. at the moment. And it's hard because they're really tired towards the end of the year. Yes. Like they've just had enough. Yeah. And right. they can have enough of daycare as well. Yes. Mm. That's yeah. scout. Doesn't yeah. want to go to daycare. Over no. it. Anyway, so are we. So let's get on yep. and talk about <laughs> some fun stuff because first up today, we're going to talk about the most romantic thing you've done for your partner. I love that you get cold when it's 71 degrees out. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I love that you get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking at me like I'm nuts. I love that after I spend a day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. And I love that you are the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. And it's not because I'm lonely. And it's not because it's New Year's Eve. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. That's Billy Crystal in When Harry Met Sally, of course, telling Meg Ryan how much he loved her. Possibly one of the grandest gestures in rom-com history. So it's my 10-year wedding anniversary this year, and while I can't say that either of us has demonstrated our love on quite the same scale, it did make me think about romance post-kids, because it can fall to the wayside sometimes, mm. things get in the way. Um, Shezzy, what's the most romantic thing you've done for Grant, or is Grant the romantic one in your marriage? Uh, look, I think we were much more romantic before kids. Things change after you have kids. So um, I would have to say the most romantic thing Grant has done for me since having kids is let me have a sleep in. <laughs> and it's happened, I think, once. <laughs> But, but how was, good was yeah, it? How good was it? He took the kids off to the netball courts to ride bikes and let me sleep in for wow. you know, for two hours. Mm-hmm. And that was bliss. And so. what did he do for your birthday this year, Shazzy? Oh, you forget, I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yes. Okay. Well, that was very surprising. Um, somebody took him to a, an expensive store in Sydney and, um, and he bought me a belt and a pair of shoes, which was very <gasps> unexpected. Lovely. Um, yeah. So that and wait, wait, wait! It was a belt and a pair of shoes that you would wear. Yes. Ah, that's the surprising. That's part, how right? I knew that that somebody had helped him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because when I saw it, I thought, "This you have not done this on your own." And as it turns out, there was a little bit of help, but I guess the sentiment was still there. Mm. But I was shocked. Yes. And so now he believes he doesn't have to do anything for the next, you know, ten years. He's, He's done his quota. He's filled his quota. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Matt, how yep. about you? Um. I would say that I'm, I like the romance. I'm the romance person in our relationship, but the same since kids, like washing the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher is pretty much the (laughs) romantic or separating colours and whites. I think we're going to have to have a conversation all about the washing dishes before they go in the dishwasher. Oh, you've got to rinse them. Otherwise the dishwasher will stink. But, um. I actually, I actually do have that argument in my house. Really? Uh, Yeah, I do. Are you pro or con? I'm pro. Wash it be- yeah, because I before. have to clean out the filter. Yeah, oh. it's foul. So it's like Grant puts like a whole egg on the plate. Yeah, the dishwasher will, you know. Will How did that. we go from romance to eggs? Because <laughs> we got kids. Yeah, then we got kids. That's right. <laughs> but um, probably post uh, having kids, probably would have been Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. I um, 
I got uberated uh, from our favourite burger joint here in Sydney, uh, Mary's, and got uh, myself surrounded by candles, burgers, and fries <gasps> lying on the floor. So when she came downstairs from putting Aww. our eldest to bed, there I was, just Stark surrounded naked. by. Yeah. <laughs> that was well, my next question. Woo! Laying there with candles. I, I said romantic. Hurry that's, up! Uh, this wax is hot. <laughs> <laughs> just surrounded by carbs, really, and that uh, that was the romance at the moment. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I'm kind of intrigued now. Pre kids, what was the most romantic gesture? Because if you're a romantic at heart, Matt, I am sure you've done something impressive. I went hard early. I knew how far above my weight I was punching. So I, I, I went pretty hard with the hot air ballooning and the weekends away and that kind of thing. But probably proposing. Like, uh, what was the proposal? New York City, Central Park, horse and carriage. Then oh, my found gosh. a little like That's total cliche, but that's me. But, um, but yeah, and I found that's a little lovely. spot. Oh, stop. My yep. cheeks are hurting from smiling so much. That is so sweet. But yeah, so, but it's all downhill since then. So. <laughs> <laughs> but she still remembers him. I would remember that. Yeah. That's impressive. Put all the parents to, all everyone else to shame. And I how would did say. you organise all of that? <sighs> It was a it was, it was a producer by trade. That's oh, right, right, yeah. So yeah. I produced the hell out of my own proposal. <laughs> um, there was we it was getting the ring that was the hardest part from Australia to New York with a few stops along the way because I knew I wanted to do it there, right. but we had a few stops along the way and then felt like I was smuggling it and then was it going to get scanned and all that kind of thing. But what's and in your luggage, to act Mr. Basil? Yeah, yeah. And then oh, friends yeah. telling us, oh, he's going to propose. No, I'm not. No. Shush. <laughs> Don't yeah. ruin it. And was any part of that because. That that is a very grand gesture. Was there any part of that where you thought, what if she says no? Because uh, <laughs> I'm curious. No, there was a point where I thought I wasn't going to be able to do it. Like we, I seized up, conversation stopped about 15 minutes beforehand. She's like, I knew something was wrong when you just stopped know. talking and you just started sweating. <laughs> um, and then I've, I think that horse and carriage guy picked up on the bad vibes and just started telling us that's where Mr. Popper's Penguins was filmed. I'm like, dude, just not interested yeah. in the kids' movie trivia at the moment. <laughs> Will you? And over here, you can see on the left, is where yeah. Harry met Sally. Yeah, because yeah, that always, that's always a curious to me because my husband had got his cousin to design this beautiful ring and... Uh, we'd been together for six years. We were living together, all that sort of stuff. But when he proposed, he was so damn nervous. And I was like, so you did all this <laughs> and you were still worried I'd say no? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the question. Yeah, I think so. We were pretty solid. We'd been together nine years. So it was like, hurry up was more the, <laughs> <laughs> was more, Why more did the you question. fly me to New York? <laughs> <laughs> just ask me here and I'll say yes and yeah. get moving. Yeah. Okay, you're listening to the Parent Panel on Kindling Conversation. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Our two guests today are parents with lots of wisdom and experience. We've got Shezzy Denya, who is the founder of Mummy Time and TV presenter Matt Baisley. Next, is school the right place for a political protest? <laughs> But I'll tell you what we're also committed to, kids should go to school. That's what we're committed to. We're not, we don't support the idea of kids not going to school to participate in things that can be dealt with outside of school. We do not support our schools being turned into parliaments, Mr Speaker. What we want is more learning in schools and less activism in schools.
That, of course, is our Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, responding to the news that children were striking to protest inaction on climate change. Some of the students have said this is only the beginning and several travelled to Canberra this week to speak about the Adani coal mine with the Prime Minister, who didn't make time for them. Um, So... Do students have the right to strike or should they be doing it in their own time? Matt, what do you think? I loved it. There was a a part of me that was just like, go get them, kids. Like, it was was unreal. And I think it was because of what the protest was about. If they were there protesting for work choices, then I'd probably like, well, (laughs) not the right time. Um, Maybe write a letter or, um, you know, they want more sausage rolls in the canteen. Um, But I think it's because they're learning about that at school. They're in science learning about the destruction of the earth. And then, then you watch the news and the guy who leads the country is telling you one thing, but it's not the same as what you're learning. So I kind of liked that, that it was because it's because of their education, they're standing up going, hang on, no, 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 that's not right. So, mm. and I did everything I could to get out of school when I was <laughs> at school. I, I, so I, I can't, I can't uh, criticize. Yeah, I was. Do- you were wagging for the durry out the back. Of yeah, the I, was, I was selling for legacy. I, I was the most charitable person, but didn't really care just to get out of school. <laughs> yeah. And Shezzy, what do you think? Look, I, as someone who did do a little bit of protesting uh, in school time, I I have to disagree. I think that they should do it in their own time. Um, how are they formulating their opinions? That's what worries me because a lot of the protesting that I did back in school, my school days, um, I kind of took on the the ideology of our teacher. Um let them be kids, you know. If they're, if they're truly, truly passionate about something and they want to go and protest, let them do it in their own time. But I feel like they get caught up um, in a bit of the sheep mentality if, um, if we start kind of letting them do these things at school and people get pressured into doing stuff. And, yeah, I do guess that's it's my more... own experience that I, you know, I go back to. And you can't vote until you're 18. Um, I believe in people having their say and I believe that some people, you know, have very strong opinions. But if it was my kids, I would say, no, you have to stay at school. What about that argument in in respect to what Matt's saying, that if it was work choices, maybe not because they're not working, but with the climate in in the sense of what it's about, that it's their future? Do you Um, think that makes a difference? Yeah, look, absolutely, absolutely. I think that they should have a say. But also... uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so your issue as well, and that's uh, I'm curious about this as well in terms of teachers, because yeah. what ScoMo's implying is that teachers are inciting the activism itself. Absolutely. And so do you think in on the flip side of that, do teachers have a responsibility to steer them away from striking? Oh, look, I'd, I don't know. I think it probably comes from the parents. Um, you know, you need to instill in your kids that you can be, you can be, you can have your own kind of... Um, I'm not quite sure where I was going with that, but well, you can have <laughs> your own. It needs to start at home, I think. So yeah. you can have your own point of view, but I think that you need to also learn that teachers don't. At the end of the day, if they're teaching a subject, they don't know everything. Um, so you can question some things. But I'm not a teacher and I know everything. Because uh, <laughs> you're a mum. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, okay. So I can say that. That's right. Yeah, okay. But I also feel like we're letting our kids, like we're, 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 you know, let them do that at uni. Let them do that after school, you know, when they can vote and they can make a real difference. Um, and there's other things that they can do that can allow them to be kids still. I mean, I don't know how old these children were that were protesting, but, you know, climate change is a big thing. Primary school and high school, I think. Okay. And very passionate. I just, I would prefer, I've seen some fairly rough protests 
in my time, like quite, you know, violent. And I would prefer for my kids to see that later on. I think Scott Morrison sort of uh, waved a red flag by coming out going, we don't want you kids to protest. And what happens when you tell kids not to do something? They want to do do it it. even more. So it's like, well, you you signed your own fate there by telling kids not to do something. Yeah, and that's very Mm. true. If you would have told me back in my day, you know, you're not allowed to do this and I would be there in a heartbeat. But half the stuff I protested, you know, about even at Parliament House, my parents didn't know. Well, they will now (laughs) if they're listening. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know why I was passionate about it. Yeah, oh, interesting. That that'll be another that'll be another episode. Go going back into the history of Chezzy's protesting <laughs> oh, no. years, which would have been my, what in the early nineties. No, I'm not Ooh. saying I don't want people googling my I'm totally going to Google. Previous name. Let's go googling people. No. You're listening to the Parent <laughs> Panel and Kindling Conversation. I'm Siobhan Hunt. My guests today are Chezzy Denya, founder of Mummy Time, and TV presenter Matt Baisley. In just a moment, are you a truster? or a tracker. Fine. Put on this tracking device. So no matter where you go, we'll be watching you. Were you spying on me? Which means now I'm invading people's privacy. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you not like someone invading your privacy? Author Penny Flanagan admits that she is a tracker, not a truster, which means she would rather monitor her teenagers and be a helicopter parent than trust them to their own devices. She's written about paying for a Spotify account in exchange for being able to track them on their phone. So basically, they (laughs) said, we want Spotify. She said, well, allow me to track the location app on your phone or whatever. But for me, it sounds quite harrowing, like what she could see on her phone and what it made her worry about. I'm not sure that it actually helped her sense of peace. Um, But then again, uh, could you really stay calm at home, not knowing where your kids were at night? Um, Chances are when our little ones are older, we'll be able to chip them. (laughs) Shezzy, will you be inserting a chip in your child's arm or will you be trusting them? Do you know what? I, I I think... I have a really good relationship. Well, I mean, now she's only, Sailor's only seven and a half, but we talk stuff through. And some of the stuff that she comes to me really shocks the, you know, bejesus out of me. And I just try and keep calm and, you know, talk it through. Yeah, that's okay. Well, um, no, I wasn't expecting you to say that, but (laughs) okay, let's, uh, let's deal with it together. You know, trying to have that relationship. So I won't be a tracker and, and I'll be a truster. And I think that I'm hoping at that point our relationship will be strong enough that she'll be able to come to me um, with problems. With Scout, that's a whole different story. I, I don't know what I'll do there. <laughs> but I do know that my parents were a bit like they tried to not so much track me, but, you know, they, they tried to catch me out, I guess. And I just got smarter. Yes, you found ways around Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So like, you know, listening to this, oh, you get a Spotify account, um, you know, if I can track you. I'd, if I, if that was me back then, I'd be like, yeah, sure, no worries. And you'd and find I'd, a way of yeah. hacking your own phone. I'd like put, you know, the phone into, is, is she following them? I don't know. I've already thought yes. about this. Put the phone into like some old man's, you know, briefcase as he's walking down the street and head off in the other direction. You'd buy a burner phone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say that because I didn't want to sound, I didn't want to use the uh, terminology. But you, you watch Laura Nettis for you. That's how I pick it up. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Will you be a truster? Oh, I'd or like a to think I'll be a truster. No, I, 
I've always said to my wife, I'm going to be so happy if they lie to me and tell you everything. Um, <laughs> oh, that's uh, nice. Uh, because at least that way I know that it's being dealt with. And she's a lot more rational and calm than me in that sense. And if I was getting every piece of information, it would make my head explode. Um, so, yeah, I, I trust, I think I'll trust them. It's the other people that I don't trust. So mm-hmm. when, I, when I saw this story, I was, but I, then I did think about, because I've been listening to the Baron Joey Road Oh, podcast no. and Trudy Adams then going, but if she had a tracker on her phone, they might, this could have happened and that could have, so uh, yes and no, but I, I think I'm more than happy to trust and, um, it's a challenging question. Isn't let it? your wife do the tracking. Let, yeah, 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 yeah. She can I'm find out nice everything. Parent. She's the evil yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> and would you be uh, a parent who would say to your kid, look, whatever time it is, call me and I'll pick you up. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know that I would I do be. that with my husband now, so yeah, I'm pretty certain that I'd be like that. <laughs> and I think also with the um, the older sibling too, I think uh, that relationship will come into play as well with um, my daughter being the eldest and the two to come. You know what? Call mm-hmm. your sister. She'll come and get you and look after you as On well. On your push bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 With a trailer. Down Baron Joey Road for wherever you live, yeah. But it's nine kilometres. Get on the bike. That's why we had you first. That's right. You can double. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. That solves my question because I'm like, I don't know that I want to get up at one o'clock in the morning and go pick him up. I'm sure I won't want to. No. I'll be like, you sure you don't fun. want to have a few more drinks and stay till five? Yeah. <laughs> till it's civilised? You'll get a free ride yeah. to the hospital and I'll pick you up at five when your stomach's pumped. Do you know what? By the time our kids are older, we can probably like send them an Uber or oh, we don't have Uber in Bathurst but we can probably send them an Uber like just you know from well, they will because they'll be uh, driverless cars so you will have Ubers okay well in that's Bathurst insane maybe. isn't it like I just go have... via the kebab shop that's <laughs> no, just for me not for you <laughs> you're listening to the parent panel our final topic is up next it's 19 days till Christmas are you ready that said Christmas is an insane amount of work. First, you have to buy gifts for every human being you've ever met. Then, you have to decorate your house. Then, you have to go to all your kids' Christmas shows. Which are... Yeah. There are about two and a half weeks until Christmas. I was wrong. I'm sorry. If you thought you had 19 days, it's actually 18. My maths oh my is gosh. terrible. Uh, Matt. Yes. I'm, I'm about to make an assumption about you mm-hmm. because you love musicals and you're romantic. You have to love Christmas. I love Christmas. Yes. It's a bit bittersweet because I love Christmas, but I don't really like people. So the, <laughs> <laughs> so, so the shopping side of it does my head in a little bit um, because I'm so used to shopping centers being empty. Um, but you know, I'm bang up for Christmas. I'm the one that wants to put the tree up early, wants to do the decorating in November, wants to pump out Mariah <laughs> nonstop. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My poor wife. Uh, Grant Denya. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Driving home for Christmas. Oh, iTunes. That's what I'm Meant. Raising uh, <laughs> money for rural aid. Go check it out now. Mariah who? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, no, bang up for it. Just, no, I always look at those people that do shopping in October, though, and go, ugh, overachievers. You know and that's then I, me, don't uh, you? Is it? Uh, yes. This year, wow. I didn't have all my presents in uh, September, and I started freaking out. You ask the people at work, they're like, you're not normal. No, you're not. But it gets to this point mm. of the year, and I go, oh, I'm so jealous of you. Well, the only thing is, I do mm. it online because I don't have time to get to the shops. 
And so, and also I love, love, love buying presents. I love trying to find the right, exact right mm. presents. And it, it, of course with kids, it never works. Like you always mm. think you've got the exact right thing yeah. and they're going to lose their mind. And then yeah. they're like, mm, nah, oh. can I have this other I thing? I really want an iPad. <laughs> well, why didn't you ask Santa for an iPad? Yeah, guys, it's yeah. too late. I so did in my head. My yeah. poor children, I'm like, your Santa letter got to, has got to go in October because Santa <laughs> doesn't have time to sort that stuff out afterwards. And then I'm online going, woo. Uh, yeah, sorry. So that is the one hashtag parent win for the whole year. That's my only parent win. You're That's awesome. Well. That's a good yeah. one. That's, That's a big one. Yeah. But uh, so, Shezzy, you're you're not a fan of the... You know, I love Christmas. Yes. Absolutely love it. But I have to take Christmas in stages. So because we start we start a big Christmas rollout, uh, as I was telling you, <laughs> like I have how many Christmas parties now? Like 15 in the last three weeks. So I do week by week. So I'm like, right, Baby next steps. week I've got three Christmas parties and those three Christmas parties need X amount of presents. So I will prepare those presents for the following week. That sounds like so much work. It has been a lot of work, and particularly this year because this year has been such a big year for um, our family, like lots and lots of big wins and really exciting and we're super grateful. So, um, yeah, so we've been going a bit overboard so no, on the so presents. No, yeah, I was going to say, so no presents for your family, just for everyone else. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, that will come. No presents for Grant. No. Grant, you've had enough That will year. come very close to Christmas. So they'll be in that next that next tier. Yeah. Yes. So like three days before Christmas, I'll be like, Woo! Yeah. Well, see, that, that answers my next question because we were talking in the office about when you do buy presents early, especially for children, and then where do you hide them all? Mm. Because I've been, obviously, because I started early, there's one part of my cupboard that's up high enough that none of the kids can reach, but it's you like Tetris. That. You think that. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see them like it's now a hazard. But it's been like Tetris. I have to wait till they're in bed, then I have to take it all out, and then I have to try and manoeuvre things. But if you leave it till the last minute... That's not a problem, right? Well, we travel up to the Gold Coast every year and we um, have to wrap things twice. So in different wrapping. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. (coughs) So when it appears... You are amazing. Yeah. Well, I haven't done it yet. That's the no, but theory. You will do it. That, yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's the theory. That's what happened uh, in previous years. Wow. Because mm. you know what I did when we go to Adelaide? I would order them to go to my mother-in-law's oh, no, place. Oh, that's smart. See, that, but that's you're what, so organised. That's smart. So organized. Producer. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. When you're a producer. Yeah. This and is the first I have a love of Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> this <laughs> is the first year I'm much. actually buying them presents. Isn't that terrible? What, they did have... you make them last year? Gave them nothing. Oh. <laughs> because they were so young, they just didn't get their head around the idea. Oh, yes. And the grandparents do a lot of heavy lifting yes. when, you're, when they're that age. Thanks, Mum and Dad. Yeah. Um, and but... Santa, you rely on Santa. Sa- yeah, yes. he, he yeah. came. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, no, no, no. So this year's the, the first year they're probably going to get presents and real. do you get presents for your partners at Christmas time? No. Oh, not oh. this year. Not yeah. this year. Oh, no. guys. Not um, this year. This is, I just want Sorry. you to say yes so oh, that yes. my husband will listen and get yes. a present for yes. Christmas. Yes. Sorry. I thought you asked I me really this question. <laughs> I said micro sleep. Sorry. Yes is the answer for that. I buy my own present. Do you? I just whack a, yeah. Dear Shezzy, love you so much. You're so You're good looking best. and thin. That has to go on there. And, yeah. and you've done such a good job parenting. Yes. I love yep. you, mummy. You're the yep. best in the world. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, so I'll just get a couple this year. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have some ideas. I'm going to stick that there. I'm going to go and buy myself 
online, my <laughs> Christmas present. Yeah. Shezzy, Matt, thank you so much for coming thank in. You. Thank you, Chef. That was Shezzy Denya, founder of Mummy Time and TV presenter Matt Baisley. And just one more plug before we go, driving home for Christmas, Grant Denya. <laughs> All proceeds go to Rural Aid. Get on iTunes now and buy it, people. You've been listening to The Parent Panel, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review and share it with your friends. The Parent Panel, new episodes every Friday.